0: Today's episode is brought to you by Nomad, one of the Flathead's best manufacturer. Nomad is a longtime supporter of the local community and sports scene, celebrating 20 years of building great careers and mission-focused custom vehicles. Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Visit nomadgcs.com for more info. That's nomadgcs.com for more information. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Interlake Sports Now. I'm Josh Dugan, and we'll start this thing out with the fall sports update, including some of our Valley teams who recently won state championships in their respective sports. We'll wrap this thing up. My one big takeaway from the Grizz and Bobcats football teams last weekend as the Grizz beat Idaho State 28-20, and the Bobcats beat Portland State 38-22. Let's jump right into that fall sports update, starting with the golf state championship at the Class AA ranks where the Glacial Wolfpack Boys' golf team took home state championship honors for the third time in school history after winning the Class AA state championship at Lake Hills Golf Course last Friday in Billings. Sam Engelant, Led the way with a two-day total of two under 142 for Glacier and three other Wolfpack golfers finished in the top 10 to help propel them to the title. Glacier's other state golf titles came in 2007 and 2012. Congratulations to the Glacier Wolfpack Golf Program on their success and kudos to all of our Valley golfers on another strong golf season in the books this fall. Flag Football State Championship also took place Last week, with the gla- with Glacier and Flathead squaring off for a crosstown spell themed flag football state championship game in Butte, for the second straight season these teams met in the championship game, and for the second straight season the Wolfpack came out victorious to earn the state title with a final score of 28 to 13. Glacier quarterback Kai Johnson ran for a touchdown and connected with Noah Fincher for touchdowns of 42 and 38 and found Zoe Allen for another score. Glacier beat Mission in the semifinal game while Flathead picked up a win over Lockwood to secure the spot in the championship game. Flathead QB Harley Roth hit Cassiana Clements and Oakley Breslin for touchdowns in the final. Glacier coach Mark Kessler gave credit to Stacia Thomas for, her, Thomas for her efforts on defense with 16 tackles in the championship game. Gotta love that. Been a big fan of the flag football in the state of Montana's second year. A lot of fun. Second year in a row that the Calisbell schools make the state title game. Got to love that. I coached a little flag football back in the day in the Matt Leiner Flag Football League. Ever uh, Former USC quarterback has his own quarterback-friendly flag football league for developing quarterbacks and receivers and all that. A lot of fun coaching that sport. A lot of offensive firepower. Kind of like seven-on-seven seven in tackle football. You get people out in space. A lot of plays happen. A lot of exciting stuff. And Glacier made a lot of fun plays this year at the game I went to. And Flathead as well. So it's a fun sport. Looking forward to it growing in the state of Montana. And the more support it gets, the better at the high school rank. So got to love that. So on to another crosstown match, some more crosstown action, where the first crosstown volleyball meeting of the year took place between Flathead and Glacier, where Glacier took home a three-set sweep last Thursday. Layla Major paced the pack with 10 kills and Haven Spear had 25 assists as Glacier picked up their 10th win of the season. Sienna Sturk had 6 kills for the Bravettes and Olive Lingle finished with 17 digs. Olive Lingholm, excuse me. Flyhead moved to 5 and 8 on the season and 3 and 4 in Western Double-A play while Glacier is 10 and 3 overall in the season and 7 and 0 oh in Western Double-A play. Moving on to the local soccer scene, one very cool piece of prep soccer news. Columbia Falls soccer star Kai Golan etched his name into the Montana High School record books by scoring four goals last Tuesday versus Libby to move to 68 total in his career to tie the all-class scoring record in state history. What an accomplishment by the Wildcats two sport star. He also handles kicking duties for the Wildcats football team. So just to make it that much more impressive, he's thriving at two sports. So shout out Kai Golan for all his accomplishments on the soccer and the football field. But what an accomplishment for one of our Valley soccer players to etch his name in the state title books and has opportunity versus whitefish next thursday or this upcoming thursday i should say to potentially break the record so gotta love that let's get to another piece of local prep sports news then we'll get into our prep football recap as the flathead brave Vets basketball coach sam tudor is stepping down from his position as the brave Vets head coach after leading flathead to the western double a title last year and a trip to the state championship game. So Tudor cited moving on from teaching to a private private business opportunity for the decision. And hey I hear that you only have so many hours in the day you gotta do what you gotta do. So shout out coach Tudor wishing him nothing but the best moving forward and that flathead Brave's basketball team has some real talent so they'll bounce right back regardless of who the head coach is. So we'll keep an eye out moving forward if there's any updates in the coaching search. But for the time being let's jump right into the prep football action. Where Glacier picked up a huge win over Helena, fifty-six to nothing, against the defending state champion Helena Capital Bruins. Impressive for Glacier. Glacier quarterback Jackson Presley threw for four touchdown passes and tacked on another with his legs. While the Wolfpack defense pitched the shutout, like I mentioned, at Legend Stadium over that defending state champion. So Glacier is now five and one on the season overall and three and one in Western AA play. Wolfpack head coach Grady Bennett had this to say in the recap by Fritz Neighbor in Sunday's edition of the Daily Interlake. Quote, that's about as full and complete of a team effort as I've been a part of, Bennett said. All phases, we turned them over on special teams, made some great plays there. Defense was stifling. Four interceptions, three fumbles. Offense was on fire, and everybody played well. End quote. Big win for the pack over the defending state champs as they look to keep building momentum down the stretch. Let's move on to flathead, but like Coach Grady Bennett said, just an overall Full team victory. Gotta love that for a team who's looking to make a run towards a state title this year. Flathead traveled to Helena for their Western Double-A matchup with the Helena Bengals, and the Bengals got the win at home, 47-14 over the Braves. Nolan Campbell found the end zone for Flathead with 526 left in the game, and Jordan Griffin found the end zone for Flathead on a pick six. The Braves are now 1-5 overall and 0-4 in Western Double-A play. Next up for our Kalispell Schools is the annual Crosstown football game this Thursday night at Legend Stadium. So all you local football fans, you won't want to miss that one, whether you're rooting for Glacier or Flathead or just love football you know the intensity and the energy is going to be there for that well one of those games where throw the records to the side it doesn't matter because both teams are going to come out fired up and ready to play against their rivals that's going to be a fun one no doubt about it on to the rest of the valley football action starting with whitefish who picked up a 20 to 16 win over big fork and western double excuse me western a play class a play bulldogs qb carson Golick. Threw for two touchdowns and ran for a score while going 16 of 31 passing for 180 yards. Dane Hunt and Jesse Burrow were on the receiving end of the touchdowns for the Bulldogs. As for the Vikings, Sam Plummer had both the touchdowns for the Vikings on the day, with both coming on the ground in the run game. Eureka took care of business at home versus Thompson Falls. 40 to nothing was the score. And now they are 6-0 on the season, 2-0 in Western B play. Eureka QB. A.J. Truman rushed for a score and found Tristan Butts for three touchdowns and hit Josh Lambertson for another score to lead to To the win. Like I said, they stay undefeated. All right, quick word from our friends at Nomad GCS, and we're going to move right into that Cat Grizz. One big takeaway from their football action last week. All right, let's get to my one big takeaway from the Grizz and Cats last week on the football field, starting with the Grizz, who beat Idaho State 28-20 in Missoula. So this was an interesting game for the Grizz, because although a win is a win, it felt like Grizz Nation had a lot higher expectations for this team versus Idaho State. And although I agree it was a sloppy win, it took some trickery, a couple trick plays, a fake punt, the big takeaway for me in this game, was moving forward, this offense looks different when Clifton McDowell's running the show, when he's under center, when he's the guy at QB, maybe not under center, running a lot out of shotgun as well, but they run under center, the Grizz. Back to my point, McDowell got his first start. He was extremely effective running the RPO, a.k.a. the run pass option. See that all the time in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, that's what he makes a living doing. And McDowell gave the Bengals defense trouble using play action in that RPO. He finished an efficient 13-20 passing for 160 yards and a score while adding 66 yards and a score with his legs. That being said, those rushing numbers would have been higher if it wasn't for taking a few sacks. So that's the college football way of keeping the stats. You lose a little when you get sacked if you're a QB on the rushing numbers. NFL, I don't believe, does that anymore. Anyways, back to the point. my big takeaway. The Grizz, they're moving on to play a UC Davis team in a ranked matchup. And after a few weeks of undecisiveness from the Grizz coaching staff at the QB position. I think they have to roll with Clifton McDowell moving forward because he makes that offense so much more dynamic. I think he has to stay in as the starting quarterback. I like mixing in Sam Bidlack. Let him run a couple drives, let him get, get in the mix, have a couple plays designed for him that keeps the defense off guard. But right now what McDowell could do as a passer and a runner just makes that offense a little bit different, a little bit harder to guard, and it allowed some of their playmakers to get open in space like Junior Bergen who had seven catches for 100 yards in the win over the Bengals. So my big takeaway for the Grays moving forward, got to keep rolling with McDowell at QB, let him get his reps. Like I said, Vidlak, the talent's there, but I believe he's a redshirt sophomore. He's got some eligibility left. Give him time to develop in the system. Let McDowell, who seems a little more ready to go out there and create when things maybe don't go the right way, when, you know, the pressure's on and there's four or five guys rushing the passer. And McDowell can scramble for that seven, eight yards. He's, he's a senior. He's been around a little longer. Whatever it may be, I think you keep rolling with him. keep the, Keep the offense looking as dynamic as possible because the last thing you want to do is be one-dimensional in the current state of college football. So next up. My biggest takeaway from the Montana State game versus Portland State is that Sean Chambers is an underrated passer. He made a couple throws against the Vikings that were absolute laser beams, and he put it right on the money where only his receiver could make it. Similar, similar to McDowell, some of those were off play action, some were the RPO type of plays. And Chambers, I think he maybe got a bad rap early on. i hear the announcer saying, Tommy Malott's the better passer, the two Malott's the better passer, and don't get me wrong, the Bobcats are going to need Tommy Malat on the field for the home stretch. Key games at Idaho, at Sac State, and in Missoula for the Brawl of the Wild. But that being said, if Chambers has to run the show, I think the Bobcats can still compete in those games, whereas maybe before earlier in the season, I hadn't seen as much of Chambers as a passer last year. He has a great arm. He's a dynamic playmaker with his legs. Now he's showing those skills as a passer, and in this recent stretch as a starter, he's getting the confidence to run the show. All of a sudden, the Bobcats might have a whole nother Dynamic weapon in Chambers as a passer because not to say he was one-dimensional, but when he was in the game, teams looked for him to pound the ball around the goal line, short yardage. He was dominant as a runner in those situations. Now, just adding that little RPO, little play-action fake, and all of a sudden things get real interesting. He finished 14 of 21 passing, had 143 passing yards and three touchdowns with no interceptions. Also had an 88-yard touchdown run, finished with 118 rushing yards total on four carries. So that says it all. Chambers is making his the most of his time as the starter, and I expect the Bobcats to feature his passing ability, even when touchdown Tommy Malat is back in action. The Bobcats are off this week. They have a bye. Next up is a home game versus Cal Poly, and then you got a trip to Sac State and Idaho the following week. So we'll keep an eye out on Malat's status moving forward because they'll definitely want him back for those games, look for him to get right back into the offense and take his job back as the starter likely, but the point being... The success of Chambers, my big takeaway is it adds another weapon when he's passing the ball like he is because he's playing the quarterback position with confidence. He's got a great arm. He has great arm strength, and he can make some tough throws. And as soon as defenders are having to actually drop back in coverage and you can't have your safety around the line of scrimmage, all of a sudden Sean Chambers is going to be finding a lot of open receivers. So when Malott's back, look for them to keep wrinkling adding the wrinkles in with Malott and Chambers throwing and running the football where – Not to say Chambers didn't throw it in the past, but he had a lot more opportunities as a runner. I expect him to keep throwing the rock. That's my big takeaway. Still looking forward to touchdown Tommy Malakian back out there. And if the Bobcats want to compete for a national title, they definitely want their dude touchdown Tommy out there when it matters. Along with Chambers, they got that plus one. And sometimes they run them both out there on the field. And that's almost impossible to stop when you have two of the most dynamic players in the conference on the same team. So hard to stop that. Also a fun note about the Bobcats, they extended their FCS and D1 best home winning streak to 23 games. They'll have a test on November 11th when Eastern Washington comes to town. But other than that, the only remaining home games are Cal Poly, like I mentioned, and they have Northern Arizona, who Northern Arizona is looking a little tougher than people were expected. They beat the Grizz. They played Sac State really tough and only lost by a point. So all of a sudden, Northern Arizona can make things interesting. But Eastern Washington is going to be the one to circle on the calendar. And if the Bobcats can win that one, all of a sudden that FCS and D1 best winning streak goes right into next season. And you got to love that if you're a Bobcats fan. So that'll do it for this week's show. Talk some Grizz, talk some Cats, talked a lot of fall sports. Got to love that. We'll be keeping an eye on the Grizz this upcoming week. Ranked opponent in UC Davis. I'm really looking forward to that one. The Bobcats, they're on the bye. So we'll get back to them next week and kind of preview their upcoming two big matchups with idaho and sac state all right y'all that'll do for this week's sports now thank you as always for watching i'm josh dugan and i'm out today's episode is brought to you by nomad go to the flathead's best manufacturer nomad It's a longtime supporter of the local community and sports scene celebrating 20 years of building great careers and mission focused custom vehicles Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Visit nomadgcs.com for more info. That's nomadgcs.com for more information.